Hi, and welcome to Shops with Catherine, Conversations with Creatives, where I chat with creatives of all different mediums to get into what really inspires them. Today, I'm excited to welcome musician and entrepreneur Crystal Beverly. Crystal is a rap and hip hop artist based in Atlanta, Georgia, and CEO of Beauty by 10, a cosmetics line created by trans women of color. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to dive into it. You've had a very diverse journey so far. Music, makeup, we first met in Chicago, now you're in Atlanta. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far? Yes. Um, well, as you said, we did meet in Chicago. I, I believe I was working for HRC at that time. Yeah, through that canvassing, canvassing out yes. in the freezing cold. Yes, girl. Yes, that really is a part of my um my story because um well hrc just for people that don't know human resource campaign is one of the largest um lgbt organizations in the world um they fight for um lgbt equality and um, when i learned of them i thought that was um pretty cool you know it's, 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 it's just admirable when you find out that there are people out here that um care for you and and they get up every day and they go work and fight in your behalf um i was a canvasser which meant that i went out into the streets and begged people for their money <laughs> they trained us to literally stop every person on the street of chicago wherever we were and 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 essentially ultimately ask them for money and so i guess i took that training with me and um it kind of made me, I was never shy, but it kind of opened my eyes up to having, it is still a, a business aspect in me later on that I didn't know that I was going to need, if I can say that. Um, that was the first time that I took a step to do a job that was meaningful and rewarding um, because up to that point, you know, you work your odd jobs here and there. Or maybe certain restaurants or whatever have you and it's not very rewarding you know you're living paycheck to paycheck and you go home at the end of the day feeling somewhat unaccomplished and mm -hmm. i guess i was just like i need something a little bit more meaningful and so that was that experience and during that time i knew that i was going to experience a change soon i didn't know what but I knew that a change was coming. Um, I had me and two other trans women of color that I kind of came up with. We decided to try and put together a girl group. And we were meeting a lot and coming up with names and coming up with images and things like that. And one of those girls told me about this guy in Atlanta. His name was at that time, he was going by Tom Jones as somewhat of a uh, stage name. And she's like, there's this guy named Tom Jones. He has a management label company for trans women, or trans artists, rather. And this was the first time I had heard of anything like this. Anybody that wanted to put their name on the line for us, especially in the music industry. So I reached out to him. His name turned out to be Stan G. Lucas. <laughs> and um, we met briefly in Chicago, went over some, some plans of how he could manage me or the group from afar because he was stationed in Atlanta, Georgia. 
long story short, <laughs> we started dating, um, and I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, and that's when I first started my recording career in 2016. As far as the girls and I are concerned, we somewhat quietly disbanded. Um, one of the girls got married. Another girl ended up getting like a really good job in a hospital and things like that. And it took a little of their time. So I ended up recording alone and, you know, to Atlanta and started my recording career. From there, I started to travel to a lot of different cities and performing my music and really trying to make a name for myself and build the brand of 10, which was Trans Entertainment Network. And then the pandemic came. And once the pandemic hit, you know, a lot of perspective changed for a lot of people. A lot of people were out of work. A lot of people were pretty much unsure of the future, but it seemed to have sparked an entrepreneurial spirit in a lot of people, especially here in America. There are so many small businesses now more than ever. And I don't know if that's directly due to the pandemic, but it definitely seems like it is. Um, and that's when we decided that we needed something, should I say more tangible to put out you know, to the public because as an independent artist, it's not as lucrative as we would like it to be. So we started Beauty by 10. And it was really my husband's love child to start the cosmetic line. Um, we lost his mother in the first wave of the pandemic due to COVID. And to honor her, we started just with a lip line, Lips by Lucille. And that collection has now expanded into a full cosmetic brand. Um, we ended up opening up a shop, a store, and we opened that store um, initially for retail purposes, but, you know, people kept coming for brows and lashes and wanting their makeup actually done. Um, the venture kind of took me into another direction to where I am now also an up-and-coming makeup artist, um, so I'm doing brows, lashes, and makeup now, which is something that is just new to me. So I, that's where we are now. We have since then um, moved our location. We're still doing the same thing, you know, still have retail and services here in Atlanta, Georgia. Our online presence is still very strong. Beautyby10.com is my website that I build and manage myself. And um, yeah, that's kind of where we are. My next step will be Beauty by 10 Skin, which will be our skincare line. And the brand of 10 just will be expanded. I plan on also doing a home line, Zen by 10, which will be like um, bath bombs and candles and incense and aromatherapies, pretty much anything that you need inside of your home to relax. So that's my, where I came from, where I'm at, and <laughs> kind of where I plan on going. <laughs> In a nutshell. Wow. 
I can't even imagine what must go into creating a cosmetics line, all of the planning, preparation, finding people to create the products. Can you tell us a bit more about what that was like when you were first starting out? Sure thing. So we launched our cosmetic line last year in February. So we're actually coming up on one year of business. And um, the year before that, though, we took pretty much that entire year to do research because we didn't know what we were doing and we didn't know how to get started, you know? So mm -hmm. we just researched, researched, researched pretty much all of 2020 before we ever even launched. We started putting out um, promotions, but even in that moment, we still didn't know how we were gonna do it. So we just started looking into several manufacturers um, talking to people, visiting labs, taking trips, and we came across one lab who offered us a very high quality of cosmetics. Um, obviously, there are different qualities and levels to anything. Um, we could have done maybe a drugstore quality cosmetic line, or you can do a high quality line, and we thought about going for something that was um, able to be presented as a less expensive item, but we really did want to have the best quality product and compete with some of the higher brands. And so that's what we went for. Um, we knew it would cost us more investment, um, but we were hoping and still am hoping and, and slowly getting a great return from that investment. Um, we went and visited a lab in Florida and they offered us a high quality vegan product. Um, I didn't even consider that at first. I'm not, I was not um, vegan or anything like that. I just felt like, hey, if I can have this product cruelty-free, paraben-free, lead-free, then why not? That would be really, really great. I've even stopped eating meat myself. It's been maybe four months, um, four or five months that I've dedicated myself to my brand. I can't stand behind it and go home and start chowing down on chicken and stuff. Yeah, um, so initially what we did was we just kind of started small with just the lip line because anybody knows there are lots, as you said, it's so many different products that you need to create even just a full face of makeup, um, let alone a full line of cosmetic products. So we started small and we just started with lips and then we added eyes and now we're into face. And so we're now a full line cosmetic line. And over, I say the course of one year last year, it moved much faster than I ever could have imagined. Um, I'm, I am ready this year to start and launch the skincare line, which I think will be even more beneficial because lots of women don't necessarily wear makeup, but they do want to take care of their skin. Um, dark circles, blemishes, dry spots, things like that that they can work on daily. And then if they're going out, then they can come to me and get their makeup done or buy products to maintain a certain look 
but not every lady is, um, you know, wearing makeup every day and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I have to take that into, you know, account too when it comes to my business. And that's why I have retail and service because the retail was a little slow. It's easier to sell with the retails and sometimes it needs to do the services. But as like I said, I had lots of people coming to me for services that I was not initially offering. So I had to go ahead and just kind of put it on the table and kind of see what we could do and see what I could do. And, you know, I believe on my hands that they are blessed to do whatever I need them to do, whatever I want them to do. And so far that's been the case and I'm growing as a makeup artist, which is really crazy to me because, a few short months ago, the beginning of, of of last year, I was not doing makeup, even on myself extensively. You know, I was doing the basics, a little foundation, some mascara, liner, and some gloss, you know. Mm-hmm. But to learn shades and colors and contours and highlights and this and that, and it, it, it was intimidating, you know. But we had a fashion show that we sponsored, and the makeup artists had her calendar mixed up and so she was running like extremely late and Atlanta traffic is not forgiving especially when you're late <laughs> Ooh, so they yikes, I bet. Needed, yeah 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 it's, it's I mean it's already kind of bad but then if you're running late on top of that uh, so they were like oh well, we need someone to help us out we gotta get started we gotta get started you know we got x amount of models and none of them they're all just kind of sitting around waiting on makeup so I was like, okay, I can do it. And I just jumped in there and started beating some faces and they came out beautiful. And that was the day I realized like, okay, I think I can do this, you know? And I just kind of went from there and here we are. Now I'm in a salon as the makeup artist. It is a upscale salon. Um, it's black owned, the official Sam salon. Um, it was kind of hard and a little, um, I went back and forth on this decision because I, like I said, I did close my shop and relocate, um, just because the location, 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 location. And I don't think that the location that we were in was suitable for what we were trying to do. I needed to be in, in an area and in an environment where women were already coming to get beauty and wanted to be beautiful. Instead of where I was, I felt like I was trying to sell them on the idea rather than being in an area where ladies come to actually, you know, get these services done. So I had to learn to, you know, relinquish a little control. I don't have anybody like, you know, he's not my boss or anything. You know, he's just owns the salon, but I'm the makeup artist there. And so that's where we're at now. <laughs> wow. That's that's amazing. I mean, you you start out with just a line of cosmetics, and then people are coming to you looking for these services. How did you get into makeup styling in the first place? Was this something that you've been interested in and done your whole life, or did you have to no. learn a lot? No, it just came with territory and the demand. Um, I wanted to once we learned, launched the cosmetic line. Even still, I wasn't very knowledgeable. Um, but I felt like I was coming from a business perspective. I felt like I didn't have to start off with 
all the knowledge in the world of cosmetics, but I could learn as I, as I go. Um, as long as I had the product, believed in the product, I could sell the product and learn it as I go. I did not know that I would fall in love with the process of it and make and doing makeup. And I didn't know I was going to love drawing on people's faces. Um, because when they're in my chair and I'm doing their eyebrows and I'm adding the shadow and I'm, you know, bringing their beautiful faces to life, it's really rewarding to me. It's relaxing to me. I feel like I'm doing a great service. And on top of that, I'm using my own product to do it. You can't beat that. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just learning, um, just I'm I'm just learning a lot, a lot about the business, um, and just about makeup. And um, I still haven't given up on my music career. Of course, I'm definitely ready to re-release new music, but they go hand in hand. You know, I don't need a makeup artist now. So now when I get on stage, I can, you know, look fierce and fabulous every time. You know, I used to give kind of a basic, you know, makeup look. You know, I'm a pretty girl, so I don't need a lot. But it it really can change your face and the way you look and really help add to your confidence. Um, because when I would have, you know, sometimes every now and then I would have a friend who who was well, you know, could do makeup, do my makeup for a show for me in the past. And I just remember those being some of the most beautiful pictures or some of the times that I felt the most beautiful when I had like, you know, the full face, a contour nose, highlighter, blush, rouge, this, that, and the third, like all these things that you don't need, but it, it makes you feel very beautiful and does change. It can change the way you, you feel inside temporarily, you know, because it does have to come off your face. And that's why we want to launch the skincare line so that we can emote beauty from the inside out. You know, when you take the makeup off your face, you must still feel beautiful. Um, and that's going to be the premises of the skincare lines. Is it will be focusing more on inner beauty. Obviously, the skincare line focuses more, I mean, the makeup line focuses more on your outer beauty, glam, and, you know, things like that. Um which are important to some women, not all women, but I get women say, well, I don't wear makeup. I don't do this. I don't do that. And I'll be like, well, let me just try something on you. And they love it. If I don't do anything, but just put a sparkly lip gloss on their lip. They're like, oh, this is so pretty. Like, yeah, girl, who don't like sparkles? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> or, or just um, a brow. If I just, let me just do your brow right quick. You'll see how much elevate your face instantly just cleaning up your brow right quick let me just do your brow right quick throw this lip gloss on and then they'll buy the lip gloss just because they like it um and so it's just really rewarding because not all of my clients are models or you know um instagram looking girls you know i have real women that come into my salon and it becomes more than just about it has been, it has come more much more than it's just retail. I'm not even really in the green yet, you know what I mean? I'm still kind mm-hmm. of 
in the red starting a new business but it doesn't matter i get up every day and i go to work and i love being there and i'm there all day nine and nine sometimes 12 hour days don't want to leave at the end of the day sometimes the environment is just i guess where i'm supposed to be you know i said a little prayer to god because i'm like you know i've tried this i've tried that god just guide me lead me direct me in the the direction that I'm supposed to go in because I know I want to do, but maybe you have a different plan for me. Um, and I, and I want to know what it is. And shortly after all of these different entities just started moving before I knew it, I was an entrepreneur, a businesswoman and an up and coming makeup artist. I'm like, what is going on? I just wanted to sing, <laughs> but it goes hand in hand. Um, you know, I'm, getting you know to be a woman of a certain age and that has not discouraged me at all from making music and you know wanting to be a a successful musician but it does not hurt having this extra skill that you know I can take with me anywhere I can go anywhere and set up a stool and a table and and do some makeup I remember we went to a pop-up shop and, you know, we had took our products and we had a table and a stool. And I made upwards of $1,000 that day, not to tell my business or anything like wow. that. But it was just, that that really opened my eyes that, okay, I think we're onto something. I think we're going in the right direction. Um, the way I had women coming to me, asking me questions um, how to use certain products, what they should do. Beautiful women, you know, of all shapes, sizes, and colors coming to me, asking me my advice. It let me know in that moment that I now had a responsibility as well. It wasn't just about getting my name out there. It wasn't just about my product. It wasn't about making the sales. I didn't even realize we had made that much money until, you know, the end of the day when we counted it all up and it was like jaw dropping, (laughs) you know, I was only there for a few hours. It was just, it was, it was very eye opening. You know, I had those women sitting in my chairs and I was able to enhance their beauty, let them know like, well, ma'am, you know, you have beautiful skin, so you don't need lots of makeup. Let me show you what you can do every day when you go to work and this is what you need. And that was it was it was powerful to me you know because i remember my very first pop-up shop we just had those little four displays of of lip product (laughs) we just had like some lip glosses some liquid matte lips and um actually i think that was it it was just four of those and we had went and bought all of these decorations um, to make the table look like something. We had balloons and confetti and sprinkles and flowers, teddy bears, bags. We had all this stuff on the table because I only had four little small cases of lip product. Um, but we still went out. People supported us that day. They was buying the lip gloss like crazy. And I was like, wow, they like, they like they like lip gloss and um it expanded from there um so just to see how we planted the seed and to watch it grow and watch me still growing 
because I was just like, you know, we need to get another girl in here to do the makeup, you know, a girl that already, you know, knows what she's doing. I never planned on being the girl, <laughs> you know, um, but that's allowing us to keep the money in house right now until I can actually afford to pay someone. The plan though is to obviously expand and we want to have our product in several salons across Georgia and we would like to station one girl in that salon um, and have her start her own business under Beauty by 10 and kind of play it like Mary Kay meets Paul Mitchell sort of kind of um, where you um, obviously have to invest in yourself you know you sell the retail and you use the product and make money you're in the booth we'll pay for the booth and you know i want to be you know financially well enough to where i can pay for these booths so the girl can just go to work and just work sell her product get her commission off of that and you know do what you got to do um so that's our plan i do still want to open my my own salon once again but i just need a better retail space and location and we're also getting ready to have our products inside of the beauty supply store and um just expand 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 i want you to go everywhere and see beauty by time you know that's why when i designed my logo i kept it very simple clean and, and as classic as possible so that it is recognizable when you see it we have obviously studied some of the greats that have come before us and see what what, what are they doing um how do they do this how do they do that that was part of our research going on different sites and seeing how they have their website set up what colors do they use um studying the logos the simplicity of most of the logos a lot of time now up and coming people they have these logos with faces all these colors all these different designs in it and it's not really recognizable I'll just say that sometimes less is more. So that's why we kept everything pretty simple with the design of the logo and things like that. Um, very classic design. And um, yeah, that's where, that's where we're going. We want to take over the world. You know, people pay, you know, these companies pay people lots and lots of money to analyze colors and fonts, um, pictures, you know, all those things are very strategic when you see them. It's not by chance that they used these colors. It's not by chance that they, you know, decided to use this format, this font, this layout, these pictures. Everything is very, very much planned out. And so we, we've studied that. Um, so when you go onto my website, um, it may feel familiar, but it should. You know, I don't want you to go on my site and have to try to figure it out. You know, it's just me and my husband. And it, it is empowering to, to see, I guess, where we are now. Because sometimes you don't get to stop and reflect until maybe you're doing an interview like this and I get to verbalize it. Because I'm just kind of going and going and going. And sometimes you don't see the progression. So just to say, gosh, last year in February, we just had gloss and now we're full retail service. And um, it's, it's really crazy. So thank you for this. <laughs>
Wow, that's amazing. Sounds like you've come a really long way. And see, one of the things that I noticed, I've seen some really glowing reviews of the products on Twitter, lots of retweets with people raving about how much they love the makeup and sharing all these photos. And so it's clear that you've really connected with your audience. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, how, how are you able to build such a strong connection with your clientele? Kat, I do not know. When I say... <laughs> I don't, I, I was even late to the conversation. I went on Twitter one day and just like you said, I saw all these retweets and people talking about it. I was like, oh my God, my husband was like, what is going on? I was like, I don't know, we're missing everything. <laughs> because we're so focused on like Instagram and Facebook, we do put out on Twitter, but I guess we just, the Twitter network sometimes is a little harder to to penetrate sometimes because it's just so much yeah. going on um so I think what we did though we did find some makeup artists on Twitter and we sent out some free products one young lady in particular her name is Michelle Renee who has all the conversation and everything going on about us on Twitter most of the buzz and things is coming from her and her following and in essence, they have turned and followed us and they're just loving our product. And I swear, Kat, I sent her two single eyeshadows initially and maybe two lipsticks. And the eyeshadow was like pink and yellow. And I don't, can't even recall the colors of the lipsticks. But just with those four products, she created amazing look. And it just got all the buzz going. And she's just been ranting and raving. So I said, if she can do that with those two colors, I sent her two palettes, <laughs> 35 shades a piece, one nude palette, one color palette. And so I'm just excited to see what she comes up with now that she has all of those colors. But there's also another young lady on Facebook who has her own cosmetic line. And I actually just kind of came across this network of ladies and, you know, it was a girl going live doing makeup. So I just stopped to watch. I didn't know what was going on. I just stopped. And um, I started to realize that everything that she was using was this one particular brand. And the brand owner was on the live. And she had all of these girls that, of community of girls that she's created to follow her line. And what she does is she sends out everything that the MUA needs to create a full face. So now every time that MUA goes live and does makeup, not to mention she's a phenomenal makeup artist. She does art looks and she can turn herself into Mr. Grinch and she can do a Tim Burton looks like she is like for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. Um, not just like soft glam, like how I do. And so every time she goes live, she's using this brand so that gave me an idea like okay well let me find me an artist and everything because on twitter michelle she may have had my shadows but the eyeliner was another brand the mascara was another brand so she tagged all of those brands I would like to have it to where she said, hey, I did this entire look all beauty by tent. The pencil, the liner, the this and that, you know. And so I, I see that, that that will work. Um, And we're trying to work on that Twitter because I know Twitter is a great platform. Um, You just have to know how to navigate it. And like you said, find your audience. It is still under the 10 brands. So we have lots of followers just from that 
and I think what I want people to take away is that the brand is 10, Trans Entertainment Network. No matter what form we bring it to you in, be it entertainment or beauty, the brand is 10. You know, I, I want to see the brand grow as much as I want to be a very successful individual. If I didn't have 10, I can't say it wouldn't have never happened, but everything that's have happened to me within the last five years have happened under this brand, not me, myself. So I really hold the brand high and promote it over myself a lot of the times I try to, because I want this to expand back into the community. It's not about me. Um, I'm laying the foundation, but I would like to be able to employ other trans women, men and women, because not just women do makeup. Um, you know, like I said, we're gonna go be going into the skincare line. I do wanna have my own salon very soon, very, very soon again. And I think that's I think that's where where we're going with this. You know, it's a brand of recognizability and something that hopefully will sustain. Ten has been a brand for six or seven years now. I think I came in when it was in its maybe first or second year. So keep ten alive. Keep ten alive. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you've made some impressive achievements so far with the makeup line and the salon. I mean, that's amazing that it Thank took you. off so quickly and has reached such a following. And I'd love to hear you talk a bit more about your music as well. You mentioned that you were part of a girl group and music is such a creative medium, but also so collaborative since you're working with producers, potentially other songwriters and musicians. Can you talk a little bit about what that was like and what your creative process as a musician is? Sure thing. Um, I'm still waiting for the development of my music career as far as it going to the next level. Because as an independent artist, you know, I've been doing everything myself. Styling, mm-hmm. writing, picking the beat, everything literally except producing the record, everything except recording it myself. But I haven't had the privilege to sit down with a producer and make collaborative music um, with someone who have a beat and a theme or a song or everything that I've done, I've written it myself. I seek the beats out. I pick my beats according to how they make me feel. And I just kind of started writing from there. Um, I write a lot of music, but a lot of it does not get recorded because I haven't had the privilege to sit with a producer and create the music around maybe what I'm feeling or what I've written, that kind of tweaked my creative process. I don't want to say it hindered it or enhanced it. It tweaked it because now it's like, okay, when I hear a beat that I finally feel like I can use, then I feel forced to write new music to it. And so I'll get to writing something totally new based off of how that beat makes me feel, even though I've written all these other great songs. But it's hard to sometimes find beats to match with the song without compromising the melodies of that song. And oftentimes, my melody is what I like most about a specific song that I wrote. The lyrics, too, of course. But sometimes, even if you don't catch the lyrics, the melodies stick with you. And if I write a beautiful melody, I don't want to change it. 
Um, I have a song called Promiscuous. It talks about the life of a promiscuous girl, but in a PG-13 type of way. It's not very X-rated or sexual in that no sense. Um, but it has a very unique and beautiful melody that I, you know, have in my head. I would love to record it, but I have to sit with someone who can build the music around it so that I don't have to change the melody. So now I just have these lyrics and this great song that nobody's heard yet. I've even recorded songs that I may perform and haven't put out to the public yet. You know, when I came out, hip hop was very, very um, heavy in, in the, the mainstream. Even a lot of the pop artists were using hip hop influenced beats and the R&B artists are using hip hop influenced beats. And so I felt a necessity to add to that. Not necessarily fit into it, but add to it. I'm a girl of the 90s. I love pop divas and I like Beyonce and I like Whitney and Mariah Carey. And, you know, I, I love that area of, of music where we were, you know, singing, singing. Mm-hmm. And so when you listen to my music, although I may be rapping in most of it, it still has a melodic sound to it and a musicality to it that most other hip-hop songs don't have. Even my beats, although hip-hop influence, tends to have a little more musicality and and more of a prettier melody. This new era of music, I really want to explore my my vocals more. I really want to do more singing, get back into like R&B music because I think there is some something missing in the R&B music today. And I think it's the, the blues part. It's lots mm-hmm. of rhythm. It's missing, a, some, some people are missing a little bit of the soul. You know, it's saying, it's, it's, it, the R&B sound is very light these days. Um, and that's cool, you know, nothing wrong with change and nothing wrong with, you know, the involvement of music but I would like to be still you know in the now you know I'm not trying to take y'all back to 1990 (laughs) but I definitely do still want to put a little bit more depth and feeling into my music going forward um because I have a lot to say most of my music though is you know usually about love. It's usually a love story. The lyrics definitely just kind of come as I'm listening to the track. For example, I wrote a song not too long ago, maybe one of the prettiest songs and one of the most, one of the deepest songs lyrically that I had ever wrote. And I know that that came from a place within that I could not express verbally just in a conversation, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. It had to be written in a song form, a love letter that's screaming out, but yet it's still in the form of a song because sometimes I can't verbalize what I'm feeling to just sit and say it won't won't really make sense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
put it in a song, I guess. I'm like, oh, I get it now. Sounds like you've come a really long way, both with music and with Beauty by Ten. And I'm excited about all of the all the things that are in store. Thank you. And so last question, where can we follow you? So um, you can find Beauty by Ten, T-E-N, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. On Twitter, it is Beauty by Ten, A-T-L. Um, but all platforms, it's Beauty by Ten including the website, beautyby10.com. If you need to contact us, our email is on there. It is contact at beautyby10.com. Me personally, Crystal Beverly on all platforms. Crystal with a K on all platforms. My husband, you should be able to find a Trans Entertainment Network on Facebook and Instagram as well. That's Trans Entertainment Network. And yeah, that's us. Or you just go on the website and then you should be able to find all of those from beautyby10.com. Thank you so much for being here. It's been so interesting to hear about everything you've been working on and just all of the hurdles and successes on your way to beauty domination. Thank you. Thank you. And you have a slay day. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Shots with Catherine, Conversations with Creatives. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Shots with Catherine. If you enjoy this podcast and want to help us grow, head to our Red Circle podcast page and donate to the show. Be sure to tune in next week when I'll be joined by writer and director Jake Villadolid. Thank you so much again for listening and catch you next week. <laughs>